Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So, what? Uh, welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode. Funny story. We actually recorded this episode um, last last evening, mm. as we uh, try to do often uh, Sunday evening, early access for the IFS. And um, we had a technical problem, and it hadn't recorded properly at your end, Sam. Mm. Um, so we fixed that now, we hope. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to try and replicate word for word <laughs> the episode that we recorded mm. last night um, because it was it was a good one. Well, you know so, what we could have done, um, and you could have had a a lie, a lie in is you could have just played back that your end because your end did record, and I could have just responded in the gaps. I considered sending it over yeah. to you so you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> you, with the yeah. note, fill this in, con, <laughs> fill in the gaps, con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did consider doing that. I thought it's not really technically feasible, but uh, I don't know. We might try that sometime. Yeah. We'll do. We'll record an episode separately uh, without being in touch with each other, and see if we can record an episode psychically. Yeah, and just that would be really um, interesting without seeing each other <laughs> without any agenda or yeah. anything. Just record ourselves for thirty minutes and then just put it out. Yeah, one day. So, uh, yeah, we did it yesterday evening and we were running a bit late because we'd become uh, both embroiled in the tennis, which was enthralling Out- to watch, was Yeah, um, and another great summer sporting moment. Mm. Um, what a wonderful summer of sport, lose. as they might say on the BBC. They do, don't they? Yeah. Um, but there's something special about the summer sports. Yeah. That we, I mean, we don't like. We said this last night. We don't really watch tennis around the around the year, throughout the year. Mm. But something about Wimbledon gets under our skin. Mm. And I mean, I didn't really watch much of Wimbledon this year at all. No, until did I. Kind of like semi-finals. Yeah. And um, but but yesterday it was great. To, it was it was just just good to watch Djokovic lose. Yeah, that partly because he's a bit of a knob. He's a knob. Partly yeah. because he's just dominated for so long. Yeah, he's a knob. This would have been would this have been his sixth in a row, and wouldn't that have broken? I think what Borg and um, Federer both have five in a row, maybe. And, yeah, and, something like anyway, that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the yeah, um, yeah, it was boring, and also just a young lad doing it. Um, Twenty years Changing old, the guard, all unbelievable, that. Yeah. isn't it? Twenty year old turning up and beating the what, the mega yeah. champ. Um, so that was good. You're not meant to be that good. The King of Spain that, was that there, age. who I must admit I didn't know was a real person. It's something that I've often said to people. Uh, I often say, "Do you think I am the King of Spain?" Yeah, exactly. If someone's acting flash, right? Say if someone has like an extra chocolate hobnob, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they go back for a third, 
from the plate or whatever it is. I go, fuck me, who do you think you are? The King of Spain. And I thought it was a historical <laughs> reference I was making or just like a fantastical character. Like, who do you think you are? The Wizard yeah. of Oz. Do you know what the I mean? Wizard of Oz, exactly what I thought of. Uh, oh, we are working psychically. Yeah, and um, but it turns out the King of Spain is very real and he was there. And I must admit, you know, we, we like the thing about Wimbledon is or tennis. You know, tennis is great. And when you when you watch a match like yesterday's, you realise fucking hell. You know what tennis is? It's pure sport. It's the purest of sports mm. in some ways. I've often thought mm. that because it's so gladiatorial. The silence of it, the isolation of each yeah. player. It's not like boxing where you get every few minutes you get to fucking go into your corner and you've got your mate like motivating you or telling you what to do. Right, mm-hmm. you're just out there, right? You're out there. You got to do you're it. You're out there. You got to do I it. I will say. I will say the darts are similar. Yeah, and but I it, keep but it like, the darts, but... it's the ebb and flow, and it's the way it can change so quickly, a complete turnaround mm-hmm. so quickly, right? So that's all great. Anyway, look, you, you know, no one needs me to explain why tennis is a good sport. What I'm saying is, this is all occurs to me because I'm a, I'm not even, I couldn't even call myself a part-time tennis fan, right? Because that that would require more hours of tennis watching than I do. All year, basically, what I've watched is yesterday's final, right? But I was like, fucking hell, tennis is great. Why don't I watch it more often? And then you realise, well, because my exposure to tennis is usually Wimbledon, and Wimbledon surrounds this wonderful sport with so much cuntiness that it really can Mm. put you off. Um, It's like... the the Toriest of all sports. Yeah, it's the Daily Mail manifest, isn't it? Um, Yeah. And not that everyone there is like that by any means, but there's a vibe. There's a vibe. There's a strongly Tory vibe about it, right? You, you go, you go from the, the the gladiatorial sporting element of it, mm. and then immediately afterwards, you've got what is a public school uh, prize giving day and, at the end. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and also, shift, the, there's it? a lot of people there who are just sort of like fucking provincial provincial middle management people and their wives who who like to who who aspire to rub shoulders with fucking chinless wonders right do you know what i mean yeah and that in some ways is even more embarrassing because sometimes i think the chinless wonders they can't help it they were born into it yeah exactly but what's worse is the fucking really pathetic sort of people up from surrey for the day who aren't even like that, but in their in their dream, they would like to be within the vicinity of some fucking yeah. inbred Aristo. Do you know what I mean? And um, it's it's all very. Uh, but that's enough about <laughs> that's enough about Princess Kate. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she was yeah the hum the banter appalling. People laugh at anything. So in the whole uh, when we were watching Gods of Tennis the other night, someone won. I can't remember who, like McEnroe beat Bjorg in like uh, 1980, 1980, right? Or 81, I can't remember. And, um, yeah, he won, wasn't it? And uh, he, I swear to God, unless it was an edit, right? He fucking, he he, he got the, the winning point, right? And he just immediately walked to the, over to the edge of the court and they just handed him the fucking trophy. And I'm like, right. yeah, that's yeah. more like it. All these daft Ooh. interviews, the excruciating banter, the inhumane interview with the loser. I think that's inhumane, personally. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think yeah. leave the cunt alone. Even I mean, you know, no right-minded person has much time for um, what's his name in, anymore. But even he, Djokovic. Yeah, Djokovic. I was like, and he said Djokovic. I was thinking of the old Bolton player. But I was like, just leave him alone for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Or, or at least just just one or two cursory questions, just as a. It was like an know, in-depth interview, a, a box. And I don't thing. blame Annabelle Cross. She was doing her job, right? She was doing her job, um, and actually, she's she's good interviewer, right? She knows what she's doing. She she asked some good questions, but they've said right, Crofty, go out and interview both of them in depth, like it's Frost yeah. Nixon. She's like. They've we just been playing. How many hours of tennis have they been playing? Fucking ages. I mean... Five hours, yeah, there's a few sports. I mean, the fitness levels as well. You sort of think the levels that these lads are putting in, right, of energy burning, like, it's like playing a top-flight football match for five fucking hours. <laughs> it's just incredible. And very often, they've done the same thing the day before. Tennis players have got to be the fittest fuckers in sport, I reckon. But anyway, they've just gone through all the emotional and physical and mental fucking experience of that. And then suddenly Annabelle Cross there saying, tell me about your mother. <laughs> or like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, were you bullied at school? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all this shit, right? And, um, but yeah, the Daily Mail vibes and they're all chuckling at these shit. The, the question that really, or not the question, but the sort of bit of rhetoric that I did find annoying was when she went to the, this yet lad, 20-year-old Spanish lad, right? Fucking hell. What was I doing who spoke, at 20? Who spoke perfect English, by the it's way. Perfect English. When I was 20, I mean, I just suppose I was sitting around smoking fucking weed and pretending to be a student, right? And he's... Str- struggling to speak perfect English. Yeah, exactly. And he's fucking... He's won Wimbledon. And do you know what she said to him, which really fucked me off and sums up the vibe at Wimbledon? <laughs> And I think Americans and Aussies must watch this and fucking piss themselves at us. She goes, and of course, to have done it in front of royalty, right? And you're like, yeah. oh yeah, because that's <laughs> yeah. the big one. Yeah. That's really what's special, is that some fucking chinless cunt up there, right, and his weirdo kids, right, are up there fucking watching me win women. And that's what made it special, right? <laughs> the king yeah. of Spain, someone, Who? someone, yeah, he was probably the same as me. Okay, King of Spain, is that real? Well, you should know, mate, you're Spanish. Well, I don't know, I've been practising tennis and living my life and not thinking about other fucking cunts. Um, yeah, so that sort of annoyed me and everyone said, oh, yes, isn't it wonderful that they're being watched by these cunts? And I did and think... She said, she said as well, and of course, I don't know if you know this because now that you've won, you get a, a permanent life membership of the club. Uh, you get to come in any time. He's like, huh? Who? What the fuck? He's like, I can- what? What fucking club? This shithole. <laughs> fuck this. I'll be back to fucking. I'll be back with my trotters up in Spain with any luck like, on my private jet. I've just won three million quid. You cunt. I'm not fucking sticking around in fucking Wimbledon. What am I going to do? Go up the centre court shopping precinct and have some fucking she- Naptex Mex. Don't and fucking said- think so, love. She said, you might, you might want to come here and play croquet with Roger. Did Meaning she say Roger that? Federer, for some weird reason, yeah. Fucking croquet. And he's croquet. like, huh? That's what? it. She's going, Ew. she's ticking a load of boxes that the fucking dreary, fucking boring Daily Mail cunts in the crowd are all like chuckling and clapping along to because she's just speaking in like a word cloud of Daily Mail fucking wank-off terms. Like, 
yeah. croquet, the Roger, the club. Right. Listen, no offence to Annabelle Croft, but I would say that that sort of demographic of tennis fans, let's be honest, they're all grasses. They're, they're sort of people who'd fucking love to grow. In fact, you know what? This is what we were talking about in the episode last night. We were talking about how we hadn't really discussed much that road rage incident that yeah, Jeremy was Vine say, posted. Yeah, deviated from the, from the running order here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it does link in. It does link in. Because, you It'll know... It'll link back again in a minute. We were, we were, we were, we were talking about the bike video. We were talking about the bike video that Jeremy Vine recently shared. Not that... Why?! But even funny Why? Enough, it wasn't one with him in, but there's this bloke who goes around London <laughs> filming motorists on their mobile phone behind the wheel. Which, <laughs> disclaimer, of course that's illegal and you shouldn't do it and we don't approve. However, this fucking cunt drives around filming people. He's a professional grass and he's so proud of it as well. And he also antagonises them in a very passive-aggressive way and then acts all shocked when they lose their temper. But he got his comeuppance the other day because he, someone lost his temper in the most he, spectacularly brilliant way at him. He kind of like taps on... If you're not familiar, he films people doing things they shouldn't be doing, yeah. particularly relating to cyclists, and he'll tap on their window and he'll say something like, yeah, well done, well done, I'll yeah. be grassing you for that. Yeah, yeah, well done. <laughs> you, yes, the police will be it's informed, right. believe me. Yeah, I've got a video, don't worry. And people are like, yeah, fuck off. Um, and uh, this guy what, just went fucking video? mental at him and uh, you'll have to watch it we can't do it justice here but the highlights are at one point him saying um, uh, I like it when he says yeah tell that to your fucking magistrate um, also <laughs> there's no way you've ever had a bird and I bet you support Chelsea and all right <laughs> And the greatest closing line, and perhaps one of the greatest power plays either of us have ever heard in our lives, um, is uh, him going, why don't you make yourself useful? I think that's his phrase. Why don't you make yourself useful and jump in the front seat and give me a wank off? (laughs) I mean, people talk about the greatest lines, end lines in films ever. There's like, you know, some like it hot, where he goes, where Jack Lemmon says, I'm a man. And the other guy goes, oh, well, nobody's perfect. And then it ends, right? (laughs) That's an example of a great closing line. But fuck me, you're never going to beat jump in the front and and wank me off as a closing line to a film. It's brilliant. Yeah. The the joy of it is the bit where he says, why don't you do something useful? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, Give him all the awards for that. Jeremy Vine was really confused by this and he was outraged and he, yeah. he said, oh, I've never seen anything like this in all my years. And and at the end, this guy really jumps the shark, which is um, not the first time that someone like fucking Jeremy Vine has misunderstood or misused the term it, jump the it's shark. It's a bit weird that someone like Jeremy Vine spend, gets to spend so many hours taking the temperature of the nation yeah. on radio and TV when he clearly doesn't understand how people function. Yeah, yeah. You know? He had no fucking, fucking idea... Give us the job. ...what side the average person would be on when they watch this film. Now, some of the language mm. is a bit salty. Some of it is a little bit homophobic, right? It's not PC. Yeah. It's not PC, and we don't approve of, of that. But it, the, the vibe of it being like... <laughs> someone just fucking losing their shit at a fucking Lampard is something to celebrate. 
<laughs> but um, you did get some cunts who, when we shared it, which both of us did and various other people did, got the wrong end of the stick and thought you were supposed to be on the fucking Lampard side. And we go, no, oh, this really? man, un- unacceptable. And then someone else I saw, she wrote, to be clear, it is always acceptable and always right to film illegal behaviour in public. And I was like, is it? <laughs> I call that just fucking poking your nose into other cunts' business. <laughs> you fucking grass. And it made me think, I thought, that's what all these cunts at Wimbledon are like. They're all grasses. They love it. They go out every day, people like that, looking for minor misdemeanours that other members well, of the, the public who, are doing. These are the people who, who report tweets to the police and things like that. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, Social yeah. media activity. Okay. Yeah, well. Fucking hell. The less said about that, the better. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see, you but, know, um, some innocent Bantasaurus Rex is up the fucking nick having to present themselves just for having a little bit of fucking harmless banter. What are yeah. the charges? Having some banter? Some succulent I mean, banter? It's a Chinese banter. <laughs> um, succulent get Chinese my, banter. <laughs> Sweet and sour banter, bitch. mate. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. Are you aware of the story where, about how Djokovic became, um, went on a gluten-free diet no. a few years ago? I mean, you are. I because you told me last time. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Just pretend for argument's sake that you're not. 2010, Djokovic met with Dr. Igor Setiewicz, a Bosnian Serb, who believed Djokovic's frequent physical breakdowns in matches were the result of a wheat allergy. Uh, and Setiewicz told Djokovic to put one hand against his stomach mm-hmm. while holding the other straight out with his palm up. So I guess that's kind of like flat hand, you know, like when you're Feed feeding, feeding the animals at the zoo. Yeah. Petting zoo. Um, Setiewicz then told Djokovic, sorry, Mr. Bit out. Setiewicz then pushed down on this hand and told Djokovic to resist the pressure, which Djokovic easily did. 
Setiewicz then told Djokovic to do the same thing while holding a piece of bread against his stomach. A piece this, of bread. Yeah, hold this bread <laughs> against your stomach. And it, I'll You're be like believe this. this. Hang on. <laughs> I'm the fucking tennis number one seed in the world. I'm a fucking champion tennis player. I haven't got time to be holding bits of bread against my stomach. Fuck no, off. Take 10 seconds, honest. <laughs> Honestly, you won't you'll, regret you'll it. You'll believe it. You'll tell all your pals. Watch this. <laughs> Hold the bread against your stomach. He did the same again. And this time, Setjevic easily pushed down Djokovic's hand. He was clearly weaker, Setjevic said. It showed that his body was resisting the wheat. <laughs> Hang on, what? Now, he he then said, out. right, now, I need you to pick a card. I'll look away. Don't show me. Pick a card from this deck, yeah? <laughs> right, now, I want you to rub your hand against your tummy and pat your head at the same time. You can't do it. It's it, not possible. It, it's the eight of diamonds. Am I right? No, I'm not right. No, I knew that. I knew I wasn't right. I'm going to have another Just go. testing you. <laughs> Didn't you say that Noel Edmonds did something similar to you? Yeah, he did. He, he, he's, I can't remember the exact details, but I did write about it when I when I interviewed him. Um, but when when we were having dinner in a um, Edinburgh hotel, he started telling that, me that's, about that. Still blows my mind, by the way. That, yeah, that, the image of that. Yeah, and he Fucking he hell. told me he started going on about mobile phones and the electrodes. Um, something <laughs> like the electrodes um, that it, that they transmit and how they're bad for us and stuff like that and um, he uh, and he said and he, he did a demonstration on me he got me to stand up and put my arms out and he tried mm. to push them apart and when he couldn't <laughs> and then he couldn't and then he told me to like hold a phone and when I <laughs> when I held a phone, it didn't work. Um, I've got I've I've got it. Ri- I just want to read it. Like I've got it written out. I've just looked up the article here because I can't exactly um, remember exactly how it went. But I think it, it is worth revisiting because um, because in fact, when I skimmed through this article. Um, when when I skim through this article, it's got like a lot of things that catch my eye. It's from 2019, I think. It's probably worthy of a deep dive. Some of the whole thing. My own article. No. Well, what's he say? He goes. He, he's he's always claimed that his um that his that his parents follow him in the form of two orbs. His parents are deceased. Yes, of course. But they follow him in in the form of two orbs. Yeah, he has claimed in previous interviews that his parents, both now dead, accompany him in the form of melon-sized orbs wherever he goes. Um, so that's one thing. Let me see. Where when I get to the... Oh, he talks about Schofield here. Oh, he told a sceptical Philip oh. Schofield and Holly Willoughby that he'd bought a £2,315 device called an M-pad, which helps tackle cancer. Oh yeah, was, he, he later explained it worked by recalibrating all the blood cells. Uh, it yeah. recalibrates your blood cells. It mixes them up <laughs> and then reorders them. Right? Uh, Do you know what it is? It's the, it's the same as that thing you both them advertisers where you put your feet on it and it sends waves through your leg. Yeah, and it makes your leg muscles better. That that advert, by the way, is worthy of a deep dive. Is that is that one <laughs> that Eamon Holmes does? Does he do that? I think no. it's the same thing. Mm. I think it's the same device, but Ian Botham does it. Okay, I found a bit about the thing. A couple of hours into our conversation, 
Edmund says he wants to do an experiment on me. <laughs> That's a sentence <laughs> that is up there in the greatest things I've ever had to report in my career. Yeah. He asked me to stand up, place my arms by my side and resist as he tries to pull my right arm upwards. I feel like a contestant on House Party. As he pulls, you'll like this bit, Andy, as he pulls, and just bear in mind that we're in a quite fancy hotel in Edinburgh and it's quite late and there's only a yeah. few other diners. So we would have been very conspicuous because people would have already been like, oh, look, there's Noel Edmonds, right? Yeah. And then this happens. As if Edmonds is bothered about, no. you know, playing, yeah. for the, playing to the gallery. Yeah, but think how, how I small felt, it is. Because I was his guinea yeah. pig. He goes, he asked me to stand up, place my arms by my side and resist as he tries to pull my right arm upwards. I feel like a contestant on House Party. As he pulls, he says loudly, resist, resist, resist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This actually happened to me. But reading back, I'm like astounded by it. Resist, resist, resist. this, this, of course, was pre-COVID, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a different time. Yeah. Other diners are looking our way. I successfully resist. And Edmund says, good. <laughs> well done, son. Then, yeah, good. So far, so good. Then he fetches his mobile phone, tells me to hold it in my left hand before grabbing my right arm again and doing the whole Resist, resist, resist routine once more. Only this time, I find that I cannot resist. He pulls my arm up easily. That's true, by the way. Eben smiles in satisfaction. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I'd written, I wish I'd written the word purrs instead there. It would have been better. (laughs) Edmund, Edmund's purrs in and begins to lick himself <laughs> begins to groom himself with his own tongue <laughs> and, and he goes like this this is a quote now and people say that I'm crazy because I believe in the human body's energy system <laughs> oh, right all I did was introduce a negative energy into your system but Noel Edmonds, he's referring to himself in third person here, but Noel Edmonds is fucking stupid and crazy. He started swearing. For a moment, anger wow. flashes in his eyes. Then he switches into a Fosani beaming at me and t- intensely and saying, do you know why I'm stupid? Because I try to share it with stupid people. Isn't it fun? I ask him to explain exactly what he thinks just happened to my arm. No. Go off and learn, he says. <laughs> because, Noel oh, that's Ed- it. it's, it's- because Noel Edmonds doesn't know all the answers. All he's done is it's- go off, gather facts, acquire knowledge, and formed an opinion. Amazing. It's that classic thing that the, the people say, isn't it? God, do your own research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't do an experiment on me, or a trick, as you might say. And then, when I ask you to explain it, tell me no. Because I've been, I've got skin in the game. You've just done a fucking experiment on me and I want to know what you did. No, I won't tell you. Research it yourself. Um, But it feels like the same sort of, um, you can call it a trick or an illusion or an experiment. Very similar to what this uh, fucking bread doctor did on old. um, Yeah. Yeah. I I know we've done a lot on Edmund's content in the past, but 
I've just found the clip from you from Newsnight of the time when he told Jeremy Paxman he was going to buy the BBC. Yeah, brilliant. and that could be worthy of a single episode. Yeah, over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only five minutes. We can get thirty out of it. No problem. Um, yeah. So anyway, to, to, gr- to grasses, I suppose. Yeah. Grasses, yeah. And I was just saying yesterday, uh, you know, Annabelle Croft, lovely person, I'm sure. Um, good presenter great interviewer however probably a grass i don't know i'm not saying she is a grass i'm saying my opinion you know is that she is very much part of that wimbledon vibe the daily mail middle england uptight fucking nosy Mm. neighbor brigade right and i reckon she's i think legally you can you can get around slander or libel by saying what you've just said there not by saying annabelle croft is a grass but by saying in my opinion, I think yeah. Annabelle Croft would be a grass. I think a that's lot, fine. I think no one's getting sued by, uh, you know, because it actually is quite bad, but Jeremy Vine did have, I think, at least one person not say when this rumour was going around about the BBC presenter, I think it might be Jeremy Vine. I yeah. think some idiot it did write, it? it's Jeremy Vine, because it's that thing on Twitter that everyone wants to look as if they're in the know in a way that other yeah. people aren't. And you get it mostly with football transfers, which is harmless. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me, Kane's going to Munich. How do you know? I just know. How. ITK. I just know, right? People love to go, I just know, smugly, right? But Big leap from that to but accusing some of someone he, of... He's definitely the nods. And that, that person has now had to come <laughs> to an agreement with Vine. Um, I, yeah. I, I saw the person yeah. tweet, I unreservedly retract what I said about Jeremy Vine. It, lawyer was, speak. It was wrong. It, it was untrue and it was slanderous. And, and Vine's made him give money to a charity, probably some fucking cyclist charity, right? And um, But yeah, uh, I think other but people the said- locked his, the bloke's locked his account. It's, it's not over yet because the bloke's now locked his account. Yeah, and I think part of the the deal was that it's it's, it's got to be up there pinned to his account for like fourteen days or whatever. So I think Mate, Fine's lawyers are going to be knocking said, on his door Fine's again. Fine's lawyers said you have to pledge to withdraw from public life permanently, <laughs> which means in that guy's case, just come off Twitter. But yeah, yeah. I just think or she's a grass. I just think she may be. She strikes me as the sort who'd be a grass. She strikes me as the sort who, you know, like you're out taking the dog for a walk. Oscar does a shit. You've picked it up in a bag, and you're what you know. You we've all all dog walkers been in this situation. Now, actually, no. Let's flip it round, right? Say you've had a coffee, right? You've stopped off at perhaps yeah. Costa. I think you often go to a Costa, don't you? I think that's and your. And again, pref- yeah. That's no. I think it's your preferred coffee chain of the main of the majors. There are more of them around here than the others. It's yeah. not. It's not a, a conscious oh, so not decision. Choice. Okay. I did get. I did get a free. Um, Victoria sponge muffin on my birthday on though, birthday. through the app. so they have yeah they've been wooing you everyone's got to have their favourite of the majors the big players do you know what I mean fucking and work as well Costa, Costa have got uh, basically are really trying to woo you so you've been to Costa you've had you've had your what would it be Andy an Americano or a a latte, latte. usually you've finished it and you're walking along and you're looking for a bin because it's fucking you off this cup in your hand. It's starting to become annoying, right? And you're looking for a bin. Now, if it's like my area, sometimes there's not a bin for ages, Andy, on some routes. Mm. Do you have a bin issue in your area, do you feel? I feel that there was yeah, more bins say, when yeah. I was a kid. Litter bins. Yeah, time to time. What's ironic is there was more litter 
when I was a kid, for sure. Because people just dropped litter, didn't they, in the 80s? Because like, there wasn't any bins. And also, they didn't care. No, but I think there was more bins. Now there's yeah. less litter and less bins. Got, well, I, don't I think know how litter's, it works. litter's coming back. It's, it's coming Is home. Is it? Litter's coming home. <laughs> Mate, people, Britain people literary don't, again. People, people don't like being told what to do these days. Yeah. They think they like being told to throw litter in a bin. Is, you know, being told what to do by the man. So they're not having it. I was walking along with, with one of my mates once, right? And I hadn't seen him for a while. He was an old mate from school. This is in the noughties. So we were in our 20s and we hadn't seen each other in a little while. And so we went out for, I can't remember what we'd been doing. It was the middle of the day. And we were just walking out. And this this mate of mine is one of the most calm, measured, lovely guys. Not, not really aggressive. I mean, he's sort of guy who does turn a bit on the football field, but... Other than that, he's <laughs> fine, right? And uh, we're walking along, having a lovely chat and a catch-up. And some car drives past us. And a hand comes out of the window, the driver's side window, and <laughs> casually drops. I think I remember it was like a McDonald's-like box that had had a burger. Yeah. <laughs> they've obviously been eating a burger at will. And they've just gone, <laughs> delicious, throw. <laughs> Right, there's something so insane about fucking litter mad, dropping in a way, isn't there? Right, it's like they did it really well in Anchorman, which is a film I love, and it was because it's set in the seventies. They just show them walking through a park. It's just a little throwaway gag where they're just casually they're they're walking along eating their lunch together, and as they finish, they just all throw they're throwing the containers of their food, but quite aggressively on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, but that's what this cunt did. He threw his fucking burger box out the window, right? And, uh, and uh, you know, it was noticeable. I'm not saying I was like, oh, whatever, who cares? I thought, oh, it's a bit fucking moody, isn't it? Just throwing your burger box out the window. And my mate, right, when he just cut off the conversation, we were in the middle of talking, and he just went, oi, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the car just like looked the geezer looked in his mirror thought is he shouting at me and then obviously just started driving off and my mate went oi yo fucking come back and then he ran and he chased the fucking car and the car carried on driving and the car hit a red light and my mate picked up the box chased the fucking car to the red lights banged on the window the window opened and he threw the fucking box back through and went, that is fucking disgusting. Do not throw litter out your fucking window. <laughs> right. Yeah, excellent. I never, and then he just came back and carried on the conversation where it had been left. And I'd never oh, seen that happened. side of him ever. Just, oh, that's brilliant. He was really... I like that. And I thought, I didn't know you felt so strongly about litter. And he was just like, it's, it's not on, I hate it. It sickens me. Yeah. <laughs> but all I'm saying yeah, is... right. If you had a latte cup and you couldn't find a bit a litter bin, and so you put it in one of those dog shit bins that always have quite aggressive signs yeah. on them saying, "This is for dog shit only. Do yeah. not put no, anything that is not dog shit or dog shit related in this bin, or the council will hear about it." Right? And you're like looking around over both shoulders, you're in fuck this. I'm fucking. I've been holding this cup for fucking ages. It's going in the dog shit bin. So that's someone else's problem now. Fucking suddenly you hear. Snap, snap. Who is it in the bushes? Fucking Annabelle Croft. Waiting. Mm. Waiting for someone mm. like you, a taxpayer like you, 
right, to mm-hmm. make one tiny misdemeanor by putting non-dog shit in a dog shit bin. And she's out like a flash. I've got you and I've reported you to the council yeah. and to the police. Yeah, just like that bike fella. Yeah, yeah. you're probably right. I've just um, I've just got some new information about Annabelle Croft, but um, it'll have to wait till Friday mm. because we're out of time. Okay. But it's it's significant in relation to what you've just said. Okay, all right. Well, I'll look forward um, to it. But we'll... We'll we'll pick it up on Friday Friday's topical episode. All right, thanks very much for listening, everybody, and um, goodbye. All the best. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.